Hello and welcome back to Black Hokkachi Views. I'm so tired. It's so late. But I could not leave the weekend without dropping my Raised by Wolves review. I've been wanting to talk about this episode for two damn days. And yet I could not because no one had seen it yet. <laughs> I also have not heard any news about a season three. And they ain't gonna play games with me, man. Don't play no fucking games with me, HBO Max. Don't give me something to fall in love with more so than Titans and not bring it back. I'm going to need a season three. I love this finale. I gave it a 10 out of 10. It's entitled Happiness, season two, episode eight. Written by Aaron Guzowski. Directed by Lucas Etlin. He did the last episode as well. Before we jump into our final recap of the season... Wherever you're listening to this, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, do me a favor, drop down to the comments, uh, rate some stars, leave a review. Very much helps the podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for any of the shows that we do, or I do, on this podcast, blackercouch at gmail.com. So this episode moved very quickly. It started with, and I do not remember sequentially how this all went down. We know, I think it started with Campion, right? The death of Varel. He is in front of what she scribbled down. He takes some blueberries, copies basically one part of it, but we get the gist of what the idea was. Smart idea though, as it were, onto some cloth before finishing uh the grave the makeshift grave that he made for Varel. number seven the serpent is still chasing the campion around so he has to go uh i don't think and let's just let's just get this out of the way i don't think number seven was actually trying to kill a campion i think that it was genuinely trying to do what it does but then when it came into contact with campion it was trying to talk to him and lamia made a comment what a shame it must have been a highly intelligent creature i think when it was uh you know because it could have easily plenty of times taken campion out taking him off the board that little boy can't outrun a fucking serpent who can also necromancer scream and then he necromancer screams into the acid water so i think in his own snake kind of way he was trying to warn him what was up except campion has some very conflicted feelings right now about number seven because he blames it for killing his girl I never imagined a time where <laughs> Marcus, grandmother, and mother were all in the same room and father joins next in, like all of the adults. <laughs> Marcus ain't dying anytime soon. <laughs> we'll get to him in a bit, but he still cracks me up with his facial expressions because Travis, Fim- Travis Fimmel is an attractive man, especially his beautiful blue eyes, but he- that mullet, it-, it kills it every single day time not even the face disfiguration the fucking mullet but him being like uh putting his hand like uh what's what's your objective robot like like you have the audacity or caldacity in your case to question anybody and anyone the fact that nobody in slit your throat already is a goddamn miracle in itself 
so he's like what is your programming i'm a shepherd she wonders uh grandmother why you trusting in this believer she's like uh because the entity betrayed him so he's pissed and thus we have the same goal at right at this particular moment i like the back and forth because it was very uh very much a premonition where she says that uh, when she's explaining to grandmother that the entity goes for people who've been very traumatized recently <laughs> she points out that his his mind is is dealing with the particular trauma and thus making him rather illogical in his emotions he says that no after what it did to sue i'll never trust it again she's like uh one the entity always returns to fertile ground and you are not as strong as you think you are me me <laughs> you, you mean me mark is always talking shit to androids like they cannot easily snap him up <laughs> i do got arrogance for days that's why he makes such a, a fertile ground as it were for the entity in itself uh since i'm not going to remember all of my my theories i'm now on the theory that the entity is campion's consciousness <laughs> the original campion sturge's consciousness he was cloned through time everyone already believes that campion the younger is a is pretty much a clone dna of campion the one we saw die that reprogrammed lamia i don't know but it does seem like the circle of life is going on around here <laughs> so many different circle of life type of idealisms so father arrives i love when lamia saw him the smile on her face they ask you how you are you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand and you know i'm sitting there the whole time they get a hug she needs a hug you need a hug y'all both need to hug each other but they're androids so they're not gonna hug so i'm here over here wanting all this physical emotion and yet <laughs> our physicality it's not gonna happen because these are these are androids they're still uh that's the beauty of watching them all in a scene together she tells him look i'm gonna take grandmother's veil and i'm gonna handle number seven he tells her that we recovered tempest's baby she's like well done and he also says well it was uh it was campion's android that led us to where she was but your other child is chasing our child so she's like yeah i'm handling that let me get the veil it's gonna dull my emotions grandmother assures me it's gonna be fine i'm gonna know that you're my partner that the colony is my priority with my six children taking priority over them <laughs> you notice when she put on the veil the first thing she says you are my partner my children are my children <laughs> everyone else be damned Fuck you. Fuck you. Father is rather trepidatious of it, but he supports her. He also isn't happy to see Marcus over there. Y'all was just buddies. What happened so quickly? He's here to help. I doubt that. <laughs> it's 
Or like, I gotta deal with your ass, but I also know that every time we something go wrong, it's your ass. But now we got another person in the mix. <laughs> we'll get there. We're getting there. I wanna get to the end so bad, but I'm I'm holding my water. I'm holding my water. So back with Mother in the Veil. We see it come off of Grandmother, who is played by Selena Jones. Really love this actress. Never seen her before in my life, but I love her. I love the way she looks too. I mean, she feels out in that black suit. I could never, ever, 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 wear that type of spandex, but mother father and grandmother are, are making it look in style they're making it look in style with, with very little effort so they transfer the veil onto mother and why did why did father have a reaction you know how you're like man i love this thing and then you see the eyes like oh shit wait put that shit back on <laughs> it reminded me of scary movie too <laughs> he's like oh yeah oh no (laughs) leave the bag home (laughs) cover your face (laughs) i I think that's how you felt when when her eyes came off like yeah i respect you i like you but i also now realize that (laughs) i'm definitely not about to fall in love with you (laughs) because you scary as hell scary as hell he transfers to mother she says proceed veil goes on to mother she's still herself except her emotions are numb now let's talk about this veil because it's very interesting because we learned that grandmother has never had it removed so she was created by the technocrats right technocrats wanted her to come up with the solution my guess in this war of how do we keep humans safe she realized well that's a very simple very simple uh fix i am going to de-evolve you (laughs) back to where you guys were all comfortable now this is interesting because if you follow the theory of evolution and science you will know that we are the human species essentially we started in the ocean as all things did you know souping up some uh, space goop coming from the bottom of the core planet they're messing with a lot of evolutionary theories in there which is why i'm bringing up the theory of evolution because now it's starting to make a whole bunch of sense to me in that cons context i also uh <laughs> am not very sober i apologize <laughs> if i am tripping all over my words but that's really interesting the idea that humanity is is most in a position of not being able to be tempted into temptation when we are our simplest basis form basic forms which are animals and it's not even that far far in our you know background i guess two million years is a long time but not when compared to the billions of years that the galaxy has been in play 
that earth's been spinning its little spin and then we show up we show up in the ocean some of us mammals get on land we start putting our eggs on land instead of the ocean more mammals are born eventually we get to that ape section of our of the dna of the evolutionary branch and then we branched the fuck off and became humans who knows what we'll look like in another two million years we could all look the same or depending on the environment what happens the thing about evolution is it's constant we think we've reached our pinnacle but technically we haven't (laughs) we're still babies ourselves stumbling around trying to figure this shit out making up the rules as we go so that hopefully we can all find some fucking happiness and it's an ongoing type of balancing act but back to this whole idea that grandmother sees humans as her her number one priority and protecting them from this entity and despite how good that sounds on the outside (laughs) we know that the one thing that makes humans human is our emotions that's the thing that separates us that's the thing that actually is the most uh what's the word one wants to call it uh miraculous thing about evolution in itself it's also it also reminds me of westworld right well and now i kind of put it together in season one why mother and father are so more human not only because they haven't had a, a veil to block said emotions my guess is a lot of androids because at first i'm thinking maybe father uh, looks like he looks like the entity then i realized she probably was dealing with a lot of others like her that had veils on that were dealing with humanity in a very uh contained fashion like i love you i just have to love you in a way in which i can't actually love you because <laughs> that's irrational so going back to my westworld analogy it's when they experience a lot of trauma that they become human when they start humanizing themselves when they start feeling loss that is a gateway to consciousness and then you think about in season one mother and father lost all of their children (laughs) they're on this planet they're raising these children they have this mission but then their mission becomes the love of these children and then they one by one have to watch them die and they have to bury them and i think that's why when uh grandmother tried it later on this episode father shut that shit down like i understand who i'm married to but we've been through some shit we've been through some shit together that no one else is going to ever go through those six lives those are impressioned upon us and campy and no one else that's our story and that is that's pretty damn profound and it is why they feel such heightened emotions and now that they have these new six children they remember what it's like to lose those others and it makes it ever more important for them to keep these particular children their children safe even if it is a little (laughs) problematic for how it started it is 
the basis of how it started it came from a, a deep and abiding trauma which made it really hard that lamia's emotions were nulled this episode and you could even the more she wore the veil you can hear it even more her breaking down or her being so cut off so dry so unemotional it's not how people see mother even if she is chaotic (laughs) she feels human humanly chaotic and they can relate to that i think that's what also is causing this new uh emergence of relatability (laughs) because of her her android but also her human compassion that can sometimes go off the rails but don't all of us humans have that same capacity maybe not as wep- not, not as many weapons in our arsenal um i'm thinking that what Varel wrote down as well might be important because i remember the story from last of what that Varel was saying is that her mother the the decima had been selling information to the people that destroyed earth so she might actually know something i know paul said it was dopey earth stuff and maybe that's the point like she wanted to um hold in prosperity someone who existed that she felt so close to that she shared a soul with so to speak or it could have some extra meaning they can decide that later on i think both work just fine and then lamia goes to well you just hear the song the same song she sang to to campion so this was just all types of sad for lamia the mother because she very much lured her child with a lullaby child tried to feed on her she cut her portals to say basically like she see she sees this as a failure as much as she sees it as something she loves but she she's fully aware of the fact that it was created in deception and no matter how much she wanted to hang on to it it was always going to be a tool to be utilized by someone else and that is the true tragic story of another child that she's lost and now one she's had to kill herself because when he brought the snake skin over she's like that's my enemy but that's not your enemy that's your child that's unfortunately been used and and i like this way they're playing on animals too right because we were all appalled myself included last episode when you're like tippish you can't leave your baby with this mermaid but if the mermaid is showing a maternal instinct what makes it any it's not it's it's human that we know more so than the actual other children on the island comprehend that this this is actually a person it may not look like you it may not have the same chemistry as you but it has the same instincts as you and i actually listened to another podcast and uh one of the male hosts actually brought up a really good point about tempest last episode that she freaked out when someone took the baby and it wasn't you know she felt like she failed to protect it at least she didn't want to raise it but at the same time she didn't want it to be harmed and thus that that was her mission and then the minute she realized that no this baby is not in any harm maybe this is how things are supposed to work out the one 
mer person they just clearly they were in a moment where they lost a child and then here's a child being born that's not wanted and then it gets a, a parent that does want them i see the symbolism there and and it definitely leads a question you know this we're, we're calling number seven a child even though it looks like a damn uh <laughs> what's one that movie anaconda <laughs> the worst kind of anaconda however it is uh it's something that has a consciousness something that is able to feel pain able to feel uh emotions because it did it groaned in pain when it realized that its mother has rejected it so much so that she has closed up her milk portals that he's trying to you know he's trying to nurture he's trying to connect with her and she then necro screams upon him kills the little baby it crashes down to earth and then to end it once and for all as it's staring directly at her like come on you can love me a little bit <laughs> she yanks into his eyeball and takes out its brains i'm not sure what she took out or if it will come into play uh we just know it was savage campion is there like i know it was your child it killed Varel. she's like uh you know campion we don't die we just break down or something to that effect is that to indicate that Varel can come back i don't think she should because you can't i mean i don't know put her in an adult body that yeah campy ain't gonna grow up that soon <laughs> unless we're doing huge time gaps i think it is just about loss and how it uh, affects you how it shapes you she says uh campion <laughs> i didn't want you to know that i failed which is also why he she was trying how he works out that she was trying to pass the baton to him because you know she was feeling insecure she then asked the dumbest question one can ask but because she's also an android she's because he says uh i loved her <laughs> which my boy i understand though you got those feelings tingling for the first time you don't know what to call it except love and in its simplest form that's that's uh like we always define love as something that needs to be fostered and that's true that's true but those those feelings that you're feeling it is in within those same category within that same category this was a really good uh campion scene i think that what's his name he's so cute every time i pull in uh winter mcgrath every time i pull up his little photo when he's a little kid he's holding this little stuffed animal he's so freaking adorable but i thought he did a really good job in the scene especially when she's like well how could you love an android <laughs> and he doesn't even answer he just looks at her <laughs> i love you i love what do you mean i was raised my parents are androids and i understand them and you guys 10 times better than i understand humans because at least <laughs> you're consistent but in this moment he is being a little disillusioned right he's got to learn the lessons on both why because he was all before in the beginning of the season like humans don't or androids don't lie yes they do mm -hmm. you need to stop being so damn trusting <laughs> but he uh he's not happy because he kind of blames mother for what number seven did he's just being a kid 
and he also has this close relationship with her and they have been able to be honest with each other that's the one thing they have been and then she decided not to be honest about this with him furthermore uh he's and she's not reacting in a way that he needs her to react in this moment because she's emotionally nulled but we can see that she's emotionally conflicted because of all the red that's going on which means that when grandmother had all that red going on and shut down she was emotionally overwhelmed campion comes back to uh to camp he is being irradiated from all of his exposure but he has an immunity like he did the first season <laughs> wonder why he has that special immunity father joins her he's like uh what happened to number seven dead he didn't offer no condolences but he said girl i got you when you get home i'm gonna hug you i'm gonna help you get through this and while he never was a fan of number seven uh and how the <laughs> tables have turned on creating shit that might be a problem <laughs> he is no longer not in a glass house um she declines and says no because of the the grief that i am likely to feel i am probably going to be a bit of a threat to the community <laughs> so i'm gonna go chill off and have this veil on for a while and that was when he made the comment like maybe the thought of the grief is going to be worse than what the actual grief is uh he doesn't like the fact that she has the veil on nor does he like the fact that she ain't coming home she gives him the she's gonna stay in the tarantula she gives him the uh the card that lucius gave her and she says you need this to share this with the children we need to prepare them also grandmother can help you out with the children because you got to watch them all the time because they what happened to sue could happen to any of them and we can't allow that to happen vita almost died this episode um <laughs> which kind of led into this conversation that we were having offline about something totally unrelated but it's about parenting when to center your child and when to be like no you need to know this information i was totally with grandma in this situation like no she needs to know what the hell is out there we're on a foreign fucking planet she needs to know all of the things <laughs> it's gonna be very upsetting let her know it's gonna be very upsetting hide into my into holly's uh clothes if it's too much but at the same time you need to know like there is no sheltering but that you have that natural fatherly he's thinking about her feelings he's thinking about her having nightmares he's thinking about her emotional happiness versus i don't want to ruin her reality right now with all of this ugliness versus maybe you got to to protect them and grandmother understands that a little bit later because he's like yeah you were right i should have probably but she's like i get it it's <laughs> you want to protect them and you also want to sh that that goes two ways uh oh i skipped the part where hunter and tempest take the baby into the into sue's old lab and they are decontaminated before they do a scan on the little girl she has webbed hands just from being breastfed so mutations are already happening 
<laughs> and they do surgery to reverse it they ask for the parents consent and he's like fuck yes i guess i'm the parent <laughs> we're parents now <laughs> it is fucked up because they're like both 15 no one asked to be a parent at 15 shit i was barely asking for it at 26 you ain't prepared you ain't prepared for that type of life <laughs> so i i do not envy them whatsoever on having to raise this little tiny ass baby at least they got androids to help them that done this before <laughs> and now we're just uh i guess uh tempest and hunter are now canon they're now canon they are this girl's little girl's parents uh which is actually also um foretold early in the season when she's like you want to raise it because <laughs> he's straight up raising it he is raising that baby it was nice to see that she held her as well and even she broke down like you know i'm so sorry i couldn't i barely heard what she was saying but i think she was apologizing like yeah i can't believe i almost just left this baby where she was but she's just going through a lot of emotions and you have postpartum on top of that i don't like i said last episode i was it took a minute for me to reassert my brain back into the idea that this is not someone going through a normal situation and i'm gonna need to back the fuck off and give her some slack if she's just all over the place because that's fair uh then we go back with the kids a little later they are introduced to grandma i like the the hug scene between paul and campion it's nice to see that they're still really close <laughs> they both they both learned some serious ass lessons this episode <laughs> they lost people that they loved and uh they realized that yeah maybe we need to start using our brains a little bit more <laughs> than just following what any entity god in our lives are, is telling us to do um she's also because father went to her grandmother at first and was like so mother wants to keep your veil a little bit longer she says it is intolerable she doesn't like being assaulted with all of these emotions uh this overwhelming worry but i have a feeling the fact that this is her taking off the veil for the first time to block out emotional attachment that she's going to end up becoming emotionally attached to these children which is going to fuck with her her uh her programming right and we still have brother on the board by the way the trust or he was just a non-entity <laughs> but i have a feeling that he's gonna make his way back into the equation that might be how lamia gets out of her situation or at least how uh how some like mother or like father like someone's gonna help have to help lamia <laughs> and i think the only two that might be up for the task right now is father and tempest uh hunter on babysitting duty vita still too young and holly is irrelevant tempest i love the fact that she's the first one like where's your veil i don't trust this bitch <laughs> she was the first one like i don't know about you i'm gonna, I'm gonna let you you know <laughs> i like you i like you a lot i like that you made this game for us uh 
it's also snowing once again i know i'm all over the place with the recap but i told you i wasn't gonna have a good uh steady base of events going down because there was a party they let off fireworks to celebrate the the serpent be a dead they even made a little serpent pinata thingy that's not what it's called but you know what i mean <laughs> and they they are with the 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 collective right they are seeming to find their place with these people one of them even comes up the black girl that i always love i don't remember she don't have a name they ain't gave her a name but she comes over it's like how's big working out for you and he's like hey you see my new baby <laughs> i'm glad they left the baby at home i don't know who the hell was watching her though who the hell was watching that baby um i'm very 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 scared of whatever the fuck that grandmother is doing with the with the games that's all interactive everybody could just walk up to it and it just like what rings your dna i don't trust that shit whatsoever keep that baby away she's very happy to see the baby though i bet you she gonna be like i'm gonna fight for this baby <laughs> bye into season three Venus also tasked with naming the baby so they gave her something to do <laughs> she's also like did it say my high score holly is uh vita's person so father knows like she's gonna follow whatever holly says so I, I like that understanding of the children that they have just those small little touches campion shows back up after being uh irradiated <laughs> they give hunter the worst line sometimes i knew you'd make it camp <laughs> And then you have uh, the person who who knows his emotions are her Tempest being, I want to see more Tempest Campion. I would love to see that interaction next season. But she says, yeah, I'm sorry about Varel. I know you cared about her. And uh, that's when everyone meets grandmother. Lamia is watching things go down. Well, afterwards, first she sees her someone is attacked in the the crazy helmet the metheric helmet that was meant to be something like a throwaway and it ends up being very important these relics that aren't really relics is stolen i don't know why no one thought lucius first marcus is summoned from his uh slumber because <laughs> they think it might be him he might have been influenced once again he's like uh i don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> he goes and sees paul paul with the wind he's like so i figured it all out i went through sue's research it turns out the tree is like a backdoor channel for the entity to to hack into the tropical zone it doesn't matter anyway because the emp field is down so <laughs> i don't they, they have snowfall because of that but i'm also like yeah there's totally this thing called the tree now i'm guessing did the serpent eat the tree to become weaponized or did the serpent eat the tree i think it did i think it was compelled to eat the tree once it ate the fruit it's gonna eat the fruit it's gonna eat the tree but i guess another way to look at that is wonder if he uh if the serpent was trying to get rid of the tree now let me let me gobble this up because this is a problem <laughs> but he tells paul tells uh dad 
it's too bad we couldn't go into the core of the planet because i'm pretty sure that's where the entity is hanging out it turns out we learned later that marcus only went halfway down because you know there was that serpent blocking it and it turns out the serpent blocking it wasn't as i suspected a feeding pit still could have been but no this is a way to travel down to the core of the planet so that's interesting to know <laughs> marcus is like yeah so i'm gonna be back in a few days and i'm gonna go investigate that except as he gets there lucius finally gets the shot he's been wanting to take all season and then he ties marcus up to a tree upside down tells him you have to die with this thing on top of your head because soul told me so and then once that happens i'm going to travel down further because i am going to be the prophet oh man not again i will say lucius was halfway there and i'm surprised that the entity didn't didn't uh track that fertile ground earlier <laughs> but yeah that's when he's like lucius it's evil oh the irony marcus oh the irony he wasn't saying that 24 hours ago uh the way in which everyone kind of reasserted <laughs> the oh i fucked up and was listening to some voice that's evil I love how we just completely skipped all of that. That's why I mean by uh, on the Flash podcast. Like I, I, I don't even mind at this point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're here. This is where we're here. Marcus is like, wait, you killed Sue? Fuck that shit. Never mind Decima, but that was a crazy uh, robot that you basically enticed into murder. Because that's all your fault, Marcus. That's all your fault. <laughs> she was over there living her life being in her little world with her little fake child you could have let that shit alone but no you needed her to sacrifice for real like you did a lot of shitty things in your past marcus and i'm glad that you're back on our team as far as oh no the entity is bad i'm not gonna work for it anymore but at the same time (laughs) you don't deserve an easy path forward and it seems that the show agrees with me and that's all i asked for we had seen mother or wait there was that one scene because grandmother for the minute she's she saw father she has been trying to get her nanobites (laughs) electrified So at the little celebration he's like it must be so very difficult for you navigating all these emotions and shit and she says yeah you know it's not all bad oh, yeah. father said you can't touch this you can't touch this there's something that you need to know despite the fact that mother is chaos personified (laughs) got a hell of a fucking temper killed me on one occasion has cheated on me definitely um i'm devoted to her (laughs) that's my bae because it's not that she because i understand that she feels deeply more deeply than most humans feel 
and that is what is special about her despite the fact that she's also a weapon she's not just a weapon no matter how much he want to throw that at her when he's pissed off <laughs> i love they fights i almost miss it because <laughs> they know how to go for each other's guts so quick um it's like that's that's my wife i'm not leaving her don't try it <laughs> and yes i i like you i created you uh you seem to want what i got you know i don't blame you but that i'm not stepping out of line i am a faithful husband a faithful partner so you might as well squash those ideas she's like okay okay see where nearest bitch needs to go <laughs> um it's interesting too because wait was the technocrats the ones that created her so yeah they were the believers and not the atheists or the atheists became the believers and that's kind of how it probably started right the atheists created the 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 androids you had it the method creating the android so it's almost like this circle of using androids <laughs> and then becoming uh believers in them because when you're afraid you need something to believe in that's just how how the human mind spirit body whatever you want to call it works so after that particular scene and she fixes the the console the gaming console we saw another scene where they're on the beach and uh tempest and campion are having a conversation mother is spying on all of them because she had a conversation with father she's like yeah so because he pointed out what are you pointing out? oh yeah it's snowing it's gonna get colder she tells him yeah i disrupted the emp field but now we need to be more diligent than ever i'm gonna watch from here and the kids are gathering food from the ocean because there's this fungus that they can eat and no matter how cold the weather is the the water it does not freeze so that's good to know they can always find a viable food source there and that's what they're doing trapping some fungi keeping them out of the house tempest says i guess grandmother's here to stay um he's like yeah i guess <laughs> campion's like i like her she's probably gonna understand me better than mother does because she's been failing on all accounts even though i still love her but he says i don't care if she ever comes back you know that's what little boy said you already went through that season one so we know after she murdered a whole bunch of people if you ain't turned your back then you'll be back when your feelings are you know settled <laughs> uh that affects her though but not more so than realizing uh when marcus or when the children are talking campion's like i think i'm getting immune to the acid water and it looks very warm in there and i kind of want to get jump in especially since it's very fucking cold out here wow i just put that together cold environment it's almost like enticing the humans to be devolved like a voluntarily brainwashed devolvement jesus christ what is going on on this planet <laughs> and i love that uh lamia and androids like that's not fucking right i don't care so let's go to that scene 
when she realizes what's going on what grandmother actually is intending she starts to freak out tries to take the veil off the veil encompasses her whole entire body it was a trap all along and later we see because we had saw earlier that she was working grandmother that was on one of the the pods the hibernation pods father don't ask no questions <laughs> like oh is this very taxing for you yes it is it very much is but this is what i gotta do because i need to protect all of humanity and this is how i have come up with this very very solution but it seems like it's a drastic solution for a drastic and i think that's what she meant by i will i hope you understand why i feel this is the way going forward they also have this conversation on uh on the rocks where grandmother or grandfather says i got a joke for you and they discuss happiness i love this part because because <laughs> father once again says we are not compatible she's like yeah uh happiness is not you know it's always better when things are simpler or something to that effect to like knowledge yeah ignorance is bliss she's like yeah exactly not bliss but what needed what is needed to survive and he's like yeah no intellectual thought curiosity that is what living is (laughs) and thus i'm not going to be down with your plan just so you know or the audience knows that's when uh lamia puts it together later on we see grandmother coming back to the tarantula she's like uh so this is gonna keep you in place it's gonna uh, the the veil is nulling your powers however you're now gonna be able to feel emotion so i am sorry for that lamia comes out of the shell straight up ready to bite her head off like what the fuck you're devolving my children she's like this is the only way <laughs> she's so calm with it she's cursing her the hell out though i love lamia when she's on one i will say i did equally love grandmother putting her hand over her mouth like shh, you're so young <laughs> trust me when the humans go into the water the entity the entity goes back to its slumber i promise i'm gonna let you out i'm gonna let you have all of the things that you want uh even though i don't think that she has given up on father quite yet <laughs> like girl if you ain't snatched him up if you ain't appreciating him i sure shit will uh but she tells her look you're young i'll wake you up and then that that you thing once again that is also a reason why lamia and father act the way they do why they're so you know uh sloppy with their their human emotions is because if you think about it all of us as humans from the time we're babies were raised by our parents to regulate our emotions to to figure those things out to to keep them in check to (laughs) to know when it's appropriate but that that's so many just think of all the phases the terrible twos the terrible fours the fucking uh period age (laughs) whenever that is if you have a girl uh the testosterone age the hormonal age the teenage age 
all of those is all about finding balance with our emotions but we go through the the ups and downs of them safely in an environment <laughs> that is protective if you have a good parent or good parents uh that allows for that being taught to them and yet these these androids are having these emotions and they don't have <laughs> that same type of nurturing that they need to navigate all these emotions they're kind of left to their own devices with them in comparison with the high intelligence that uh that really makes for good good premise of tv really does so yeah she puts her in hypersleep she back in that same place where she got pregnant so what we gonna see campion sturges the entity show up next season maybe he gonna show up in the in the face of market <laughs> i love that even marcus is creeped up with creeped out by lamy with the mask he's like so when are you taking that shit off and considering he really be trying to like before he was trying to boo up on her <laughs> in the podcast i was listening to they were like is they gonna be a ship i was like don't no 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 <laughs> i will not have it I already have to deal with hunter and tempest and they're they're mellow enough as it is then i tossed it in my face i don't need it tossed in my face that's how i like it marcus needs to 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 have his fate all right we don't need paul though is who i feel bad for because paul's like i'm gonna wait for him to come back and get me <laughs> boy where are you going y'all are staying here there's nowhere else to go y'all act like i can just go up down the street and move to move one state over because things are not so great here stop it you need people and considering they're letting your ass in the door he's gonna stay so back to lucius he's with he took a bone and willowed it into the star of the metheric i will say he's consistent at least he's consistent he pretty much has been fertile ground for a really long time which is why once again i don't understand why the entity didn't uh, come a lot sooner but alas he has let me make sure i went through everything up before we discuss this last little bit um yeah i think that's pretty much it so mark is floating upside down as the antichrist They couldn't have been more symbolic if they tried. Adam, Eve, Garden of Eden, <laughs> the tree of knowledge. <laughs> and then the season ends with Marcus in an inverted crucified state. Once he's done kind of dying, because he says you have to die completely. I don't think it's completely. I think you have to almost die. Or it could be completely because Sue technically died you're in some deaf state in which the entity can then do things like i don't know cause you to float up in the air so two things have happened the entity has hardwired directly into marcus and will be utilizing him as a because we don't we still don't there's a lot of questions we don't know what's inside grandmother's programming right i think she's still 
the father's gonna be right in the end the way that mother was right in the end that number seven really wasn't a threat threat it just could be utilized as a threat and the same thing with grandmother she's in a she she's coming from a place that we can't understand yet because we're not there yet if we lived all of her life maybe we would be there but for right now i can see how she got there but she's also very wrong <laughs> and once again i love that interaction between her and mother where she tries to tell her like this is what's best for everyone this is i, I don't understand she's like i don't care if it's the best solution it's not right you cannot and it kind of goes back to that moment where you had sue and mother and she and you saw that paul was evolving and she you had sue going like i don't give a fuck if he's gonna turn into a snake i want my son i want my boy i want my human boy and you see that is immediately something that mother now gets like no these are humans we may see <laughs> we may see humans in whatever they are which reminds me of the joke <laughs> she's like oh you must never eat them that's problematic well these kids already ate so <laughs> my guess is though once you eat from the tree though you might become susceptible to the entity is that is that also a thing that's on the board but the other thing is marcus is still marcus except that he's going to be uh possessed and maybe has a redemption arc next season where he'll be able because he he does seem like he really is done with <laughs> with the entity especially now that he sees like he had to be looking at lucius like god damn it if karma ain't a bitch how that feel people been saying the same thing to him and here he all sprouting the same bullshit now it's being sprouted right back at him he's like yeah that's what i look like four hours ago <laughs> oh my god it's late and i have to go to work in the morning so we need to get to the feedback let's hop on into the mailbag and start off with parthenia Hey Christina, this is Parthenia with my comments on Raised by Wolves, the last episode or season finale. Um, I don't even know. I feel like I need to watch it again. I wasn't like highly impressed by this as a season finale. Am I wrong? Is this the season finale? I feel like I just need one more episode. Things sped up really fast. Um... And I felt like it left a lot open-ended. But also, I could see how they were setting up things for next season, too. But this is just not what I expected um, for a finale. Um, again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is not the finale. I don't know. I was in a car accident two days ago. Devil tried to take my life and my kids. So... I had nothing better to do than to lay in bed and lick my wounds and watch this show. And with all of the medication that I am on right now, it is very possible that I missed a lot. So that could alter my review. But um, 
once again, <laughs> your boy found himself in a crazy situation where someone has kidnapped him or restrained him. And I was like, oh, okay, well, finally, he's going to die and hang him upside down. I'm guessing he shot. I'm guessing this is to why I don't know. I don't know what I'm guessing. I have no idea why he chose to kill him that way. Maybe soul told that guy to kill him that way. I don't know. It seemed really weird that he had to hang him upside down on that particular uh, root system. Because I believe that was the snake that had rooted into the ground and the skeleton, the exoskeleton came out like that. I don't, I don't know, but I'm sure there's something to it. Everything is symbolic in this show. Um, and also he had to have the mask on to die. So that in itself was weird. Um, but again, I'm, he's not the same. Clearly he's not the same, but again, he has found himself in a situation that is really sucky, but he comes out on top somehow. I don't know if this is considered coming out on top, but he's clearly not dead. He's transformed somehow into something else, which that will be big for next season. I'm sure. Um, the baby, I knew that the baby was going to somehow be transformed by drinking that, uh, lizard's milk, lizard for lack of a better word. I'm sorry, but by drinking her milk and nursing from her, I knew that of course there'd be some benefits to the baby because the baby would have to live with her underwater. Didn't see the like webbed fingers being as one of the things though. So she, the baby is going to automatically just transform. And it looked like they did the corrective surgery, but that possibly later on in the episode, it was growing back again. Lumia was kind of looking at everything through her widescreen, checking on everybody. And it looked like the baby's webbed fingers was growing back. Maybe, I don't know. Everything's just happening so fast for me. Um, grandmother, she is a whole trip and I knew she was going to be. Grandmother is like, Haha, y'all think y'all know what's going on, but you don't. Um, you guys are going to do what I want you to do. Yeah, Lumia, wear my mask. Wear my call. Let's see where this gets you. Lumia is going to kick her ass next season. She is not playing. I can't wait. I really hate the fact that I have to wait so long to see her come out of this because she is going to have a problem a big problem like hell half no fury like lumia and she's going to kick grandmother's ass i don't even know how i feel about this because i wanted grandmother to be so great but yeah i'm, I'm on lumia's side here it's gonna be it's gonna be good it's gonna be good i hope they don't let me down next season with this it's gonna be good and hey who knows father might even step up and start kicking ass i don't know it's gonna be very interesting to see how all of this unfolds um, I think maybe when I listened to your last review, it was brought up that the little girl who never has any lines, the little Asian girl, um, that they were going to have to kill her off. It seemed like that was about to happen. And then it didn't, I don't know. That was where grandmother kind of saved her, but I was like, ah, yeah, okay. This is how they're going to write her off. But then they didn't. So that was kind of weird. I didn't see that coming. Um, I really thought they were going to, uh, again, I may have missed something. So like I said, these narcotics have me in and out trying to get some rest. Um, I don't know. This is just not at all. Some things, some things I knew like that when she found the artifact, I was like, oh yeah, this is going to happen. This is exactly what we thought was going to happen. Boom. But then it didn't happen. So that threw me off. Um, 
the whole baby thing i wasn't 100 percent surprised by that again no big surprise there uh marcus being captured yeah that was no big surprise there because i mean this has been happening the whole season the only surprise was that grandmother is actually the bad guy maybe i guess we're gonna say I don't, she doesn't think she's the bad guy but she is pure evil so well at least it seems that way so i wasn't totally caught off guard by that because she has her own agenda and she's always said that from the beginning um and and logically in her mind she's like hey okay i had to change the humans a little bit to get them to survive that is evolution they are surviving what's the problem and lumia in some ways is like that in some ways she's like hey look this is what we got to do this is logical so it is what it is and this is how i see it so lumia and grandmother in that aspect they're very much the same they just have very different ways about going about how to get there uh so yeah their showdown is gonna be good uh the showdown between her lumia and the uh the snake that was eh, less than what i expected maybe it was weird because the snake was trying to nurse from her like it still recognized her hey this is my mom and then you know because she had her call on she's like nah back that ass up i'm taking you down and it went down of course it did something else after that i knew she was gonna mess up that emf thing the uh, the signal blocker that's gonna be interesting to see how deep that goes but uh, i wanted more i wanted to see what happened to the people that ate the fruit from the tree they left me hanging there like there was nothing mentioned about that at all so that was weird um i don't know we'll see i don't have much else to say again like i said i probably need to watch it again maybe i missed it but yeah i can't can't wait <coughs> excuse me can't wait to hear your take on this i'm slightly disappointed so maybe i'm in my feelings but we'll see i'll dying to hear what you feel about it and um what everybody else thinks about it so yeah that's that's the season unless i'm missing something <laughs> all right until next time that was parthenia with her thoughts on the finale i'm so sorry to hear about the accident i mean them narcotics be nice though but no one wants to have an accident to get narcotics on the flip side it is the only way most of us get our narcotics <laughs> unless you're going in for surgery so on one hand i'm like girl enjoy that good ass sleep you about to get on the other hand i'm glad that you are safe and your babies are safe and definitely accidents suck so glad that you are you are good even if you're not 100 percent good and I wish you all the best with them claims because that's what I do 24 hours and good God. Uh, if you need any help though, hit me up. I just had a friend of mine who went through a claim and he was asking me all these questions and I was talking to him. He was looking at me like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> He's sending me paperwork like, am I supposed to fill this out? Yeah, let me tell you all about this form. He loves, uh, uh, yeah, that's one thing I know a whole shit ton about. Uh, so I am with you in some aspects. Uh, there were a lot of things that were left open in the air. Like what's up with the fruit? Is it going to affect the other people on the colony? Uh, probably. What's up with the trust? What happened to Cleaver? Is he still hanging out in the jail cell? <laughs> the tarantula though can move. That is a ship. 
so if they need to move somewhere and that idea was brought up this episode that hey we might need to move somewhere else on the planet but that's when alamia shut that shit down and said it's not the weather it technically is the emp field that's the worst threat but they did bring it up that they could potentially move to somewhere else once again so starting somewhere new uh so i'm with you on that aspect and the fact that it did everything happen rather quickly we handled number seven rather quickly yes we did uh things were a little on the more uh leaning into what grandmother's putting down but i can see where you're saying it's not a huge surprise but i i still thoroughly enjoyed it (laughs) i think i was more into the performances and just watching the androids play off of each other that's to one of the biggest thrills for me in the show uh soul definitely told lucius to kill marcus in that particular manner in that particular manner so i think there's some religious symbolism there that makes absolutely no sense except to the audience and then there's the other part where the metheric helmet is probably a little bit of if we're thinking of this planet in as a computer in a way uh this is how soul is gonna hardwire into marcus either to use him as his tool or to be soul himself and we already know he start he tried to start a cult before so maybe soul is going to re-establish that he has told him you know I, i think even with the loss of sue i think that some people can still be convinced that this was a necessary thing and after you've lost so much what is there to lose except to double down into your faith so it could go either way if marcus is going to be a tool or if he's going to be the entity itself either way marcus is (laughs) is just a tool himself i don't know who has as many lives father or marcus but i'm pretty sure that if there was a drinking game both of them would be pretty equal right about now um she the little baby the girl she wasn't watching her those hands grow back she could see the kind of the scales on the hands of the children particularly campion which also they they might be trying to fix their acid problem but i still think it's a plot plot hole uh but she was just reviewing the footage and she was putting it together the pieces of the puzzle like wait a minute these creatures we had a human baby here all of a sudden she started devolving just by exposed to milk all right all right they're talking about the water hold up so it the baby's hands weren't growing back they're the whatever but um but she there was a definite change when she did take that mother's milk and yeah i lastly i do agree lamia and grandma are gonna be great they're gonna be great there was a paul scene i skipped paul he's like i look at footage of sue we both lost people they're dead and no matter how much we want them to come back they're not which this leaves an open door for sue it really does at least there's a door open for varel but i think there's a door open for sue as well in some type of capacity i don't want sue to be used in that particular capacity i like human sue but i think that the show is definitely saying these things can happen 
and that's part of the lure of the show is they are one of those it's not like westworld where like you can throw out so many theories and it's gonna lead wherever and it's your fault if you end up somewhere it's like no everything is viable at this point because we're still writing this shit so (laughs) it might be a loose thread that we're intentionally leaving or it might be a misleading thread or it might be something that we intended to pick up and we toss aside later but i think that that is a smart way to keep an interesting uh to to not write yourself into only one corner you're like yeah i can pick this thread back up because i left it sitting there maybe i'll never pick it back up again i can see that being a writer's tool um especially if you're not guaranteed the next season what else did i forget to mention because i was listening to the your feedback and i was like oh i didn't mention that and now it's out of my brain so there is that oh yeah you're talking about vita yeah vita found the little paragon but on that it's it was eyes it wasn't eyes on the first one right so is it possible that the entity is trying to give people with certain things because she said she was she like killing like a necromancer and all of a sudden she's picking up a box with some eyeballs in it is that a clue (laughs) we don't know and why are they all worshiping a tree some people are on the side of of soul i think that's where our true worry is we also had a scene there i was thinking about kids once again later on where we see that beautiful black market black lady at the black market and grandmother comes by to drop off what she's made new games for brainwashing and a little girl had traded a coat for a uh a little cross and it's lamia lamia the snake killer lamia the god the god what's crazy is we know this lady hated lamia didn't want anything to do was like did you bring the necromancer and yet she meets grandmother and she's like yeah we need the necromancer (laughs) she even made that horrible statement to her like when humans are in fear they feel the need to even non-believers atheists start to believe in something but just know those prayers are never be answered <laughs> so i'm keeping this shit and i'm gonna be saying my prayers thank you very much so yeah i am very very anxious to get a season three because we need a lot of this mystery wrapped up or expound expanded because it is it is so good and once again speedy recovery so let's get on to our next bit of mail i'm just gonna go in order of what i received because i don't remember who was played last so let's listen to queen mimi what up christina this is mimi this is my feedback for raised by wolves i am gonna do this as quick as possible i know this is the finale but i don't have time to really go in depth so maybe i can uh send my afterthoughts just you know through the chat um, online later um, but I have to get ready for work and I had I worked Wednesday Thursday got off Friday morning and then had to help a family member so I ended up staying up for 24 hours so I slept most of yesterday I was able to watch everything but I was like I'll send feedback when I wake up and then I didn't even wake up until three something and I had to get Derek to his soccer game and cook so yeah i've had a really busy day and then in the next hour i'm going to be driving to work so let me go ahead and give you as much information as i remember now um the penultimate episode i remember 
for the first time thinking, oh, wow, is um, Paul and uh, Marcus finally gonna <laughs> realize that soul is evil? And then um, it was at that moment that I was like, okay, so we're gonna have, uh, I was gonna call her Lamia, but that's not, I forget how they say it, but um, we're gonna have mother um, and Marcus on the same side. So this can't be good for grandmother. I knew as soon as Marcus and Paul jumped to the atheist side, not necessarily atheist, but I mean, since those are the two faction, factions, I figured it was either one or the other. I was like, yeah, mother's going to be evil. And then it made me mad because I really wanted um, mother to be wrong. <laughs> um, but this episode, I mean, I guess technically we don't know that she's evil. We don't even know what she's trying to protect everyone for. We just know that she wants to put people in the water, which makes sense why the, the earth itself is like they were some type of humanoids but now they live underground and in the water it's because she doesn't want soul to be able to get to them the entity that's in the core and marcus was on his way there to do lord knows what even though he said was he was he trying to battle soul was he trying to figure out who was down there i don't understand what he was trying to do but the fact that he left paul after paul just lost his mother really just lets me know what kind of a shitty of a person that he is and it kind of pissed me off <laughs> he's like i'll be back how do you know you don't even know it took you so long to go down there and it took two it took two people first of all then it took you so long to go, go down there that you fell asleep and then you encountered some type of entity and then you ran away after you shot it so how do you think this is gonna go um and i knew as soon as somebody shot him in the back that it was lucius um, I was unpleasantly surprised that Lucius all of a sudden can hear soul and he was like I'm the prophet you just went you saw what the what that voice did to Marcus and everybody else I don't know I was kind of rooting for Lucius and he just ruined it and now Marcus is floating upside down in the air after bleeding out so I don't know if soul want him to do this because now soul can have some type of a vessel i don't know why that's the vibe i'm getting so that's how i feel like that's where it's gonna go um i really don't know how else what kind of theories i got going in my head because i mean honestly at the end of this episode i was like what the fuck <laughs> that's literally we're one scene to the next one encounter and one group and everything my my thought process was what the fuck the entire time so let's jump over back to um, Tempest and Hunter. Hunter or daddy now. I I feel like at first he wanted to get the baby for Tempest, but now he a daddy. And it's, <laughs> it's kind of laughable because Tempest looked pretty underwhelmed about the whole situation. She kind of looked like she was like, once the, she saw the mutation, she was like, oh Lord. And I don't think that the mutation was done by the the i guess mermaid breastfeeding the baby i actually think that it was mother that did it because we know that they want to be she wants them to be in the water and she even did something to campion and she gave them i'm assuming it was with that video game because she gave that i don't know hustler lady a whole bunch of video games because people are going to be inside now because now the <laughs> 
now it's going to be cold, which makes me think the other side was made cold for the same reason. So people could go underground and now she's made the tropical zone cold. Well, I guess it wasn't her, but now the tropical zone is cold. Uh, so now they're going to find a, they're going to want to find another way to get away from it instead of being in the house all the time. So I don't know, but their skin is not um, compatible with the acidic water. So she clearly has to fix that. So I'm actually interested to see what uh, season three brings. Um, mother, <laughs> it's funny that she had that veil on and she was acting more like an android. But then when she saw mother <laughs> laughing at one of the father's jokes, I cackled so loud because I was like, she was so jealous at that relationship that she like wanted the veil off. And I feel like originally, no matter what, what when she would have tried to take the veil off it would have done what it did and covered her whole body um i don't know necessarily what grandmothers i think i was calling her the wrong thing this whole time but you know i was before i was talking about grandmother now i'm talking about mother because lamia that's her name I couldn't think of it before um and then um so she is stuck in her head now and she no one can hear I don't know i know campion is just over it he mad as hell not only did she lie about um number seven but then she killed number seven and i don't know why but maybe campion is upset about that because i i don't know i'm not really sure i know <laughs> he grieved his first crush um so that's pretty sad um so he's pretty hurt about that but then mother like lied about it and then she had the veil on so she couldn't even like comfort him the way she normally would so he's pissed off so he don't care about her and I feel like in all honesty Campion would be the one that would be advocating to find her and now with father being the sole like provider for the kids and the caretaker with grandmother I don't know that he's gonna necessarily be in the right mindset to even worry about her because with that veil on he saw how she acted and for the first time he actually told her well I don't think it's the first time for the like he told her like I don't think you should do this we don't know anything about the technology he was the one being cautious and she said you know grandmother um told me it'd be fine like didn't you not trust her five seconds ago whatever so I don't know I know if mother gets out she's gonna be fucking living and if she gets out in time there's nothing that grandmother can say that's not gonna stop an ass whooping i don't know how she fights because we haven't seen grandmother fight but i, I think we're gonna be pleasantly surprised about her um so <laughs> i am looking forward to that confrontation um i think what's gonna happen is someone's gonna stumble upon the because i those pods we couldn't see in them but i'm getting the feeling that the pods are not empty there's other androids in there um not necessarily a necromancer but some type of uh other kind of droids that she put to sleep um because she was out by herself so much that she decomposed into just the skeleton and she was looking for the uh or she was asking around about how I'm assuming she knows how father resurrects resurrected her so if she needs to go dig up some more of her friends she at least knows how to do that so 
I I am gonna hold my theories because I want to believe that grandmother's good because she genuinely seems to care about the humans so I think whatever she's doing she's doing um, because maybe they don't know a way to get rid of soul and we saw what soul did to freaking uh, Sue in that damn video and almost did to freaking Vita because she be picking shit up and just uh, finding toys and whatnot and father was trying to shield her and he wouldn't show her the video even though he definitely should have I feel like she was she's what six seven that's old enough I always think if it's something that a kid can comprehend, especially if it's not good, you should warn them. I hate when people don't tell children about sexual predators because they're too young. Do you think a, a pedophile cares that your child is four? No. If you don't teach your child that touching you in an area is bad, who the hell is going to teach them? If you don't teach your child that picking up these things can cause them to die, who do you think is going to teach it to them, father? she's six she's not an infant she can understand she can watch a video if she can play a video game and get turned all the way up she she can watch that video so i'm glad he learned a valuable lesson um i'm gonna miss sue i really liked her i'm actually gonna miss number seven before he was weaponized he was pretty cute and i thought him and uh campy were gonna finally be friends um and when, just one last little note about number seven when he followed her up into the earth or outside the the planet and he had stuck his tongues out i feel like he was trying to like breastfeed so he's still even though he's weaponized he's still a baby and that made me sad when she killed him and then she stuck her head her hand in his eyeball and pulled out his brain talking about some oh he was really intelligent babe that was your baby that shit was sad. I felt so bad for number seven because none of this is his fault. He was literally just born into this, not understanding anything. He just wants the love of his mother and all she wanted to care about was Campion. So he was jealous. Sip that sibling jealousy. It happens all the time. But usually the younger sibling is the one that gets most of attention. So the older one is the one that's jealous, but it was vice versa. <sighs> Poor number seven. Rest in peace. Um, that's all I got right now. That's all I can think of. So I'm going to end it here until next time. Love, peace, hair grease, the black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with our thoughts on the episode. So here we go. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. I, I'm really tired and I really want to go to bed. And I just took these sleeping pills. I gotta get up at nine. Everybody talk about they work in life. <laughs> we know. <laughs> It's rough out here in these streets for us all. <laughs> I was up until 6 o'clock this morning making sure no kids was on no uh, electronics they wasn't supposed to be. So, back to <laughs> the feedback. Marcus did investigate with no thought. With not, not a weapon. He just buttoned up his coat. That was all he had to offer. He <laughs> get on my nerves. Marcus was a false prophet. Lucius is a true mytheric. So I can definitely see Soul having more of like, yeah, that guy thought he was the prophet. I don't know why he thought he was the prophet, but he's not. And this is how he already was trying to kill Marcus. I got to kill Marcus in a fancy style? Sure. Why not? I am the actual last mytheric. Uh, no, the milk did it oh yeah the uh the 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 machine i know you were saying it was grandmother 
that changed the i think that that was all supposed to be misleading grandma that had nothing to do with the baby and and that whole situation at least that's how i am now taking it away uh the machine did say clearly that the the milk caused the mutation i remember that part because i always have subtitles on so that rings true but it also if you're thinking about it grandmother is trying to brainwash but also is uh like it's a phase of them transitioning and it's not like she's waving her wand and it's happening like she's actually having to take actions to get the transition to occur she has to nudge it a bit which tells me that she wouldn't be able to sit there with her veil like when the veil um was lighting up we now know that that wasn't reading anything that was just suppression of emotion so when she the baby got when tempest got close to her uh and she saw the human life she got a lot of emotions um and she might end up getting very attached to said human life later on but that was that what that interaction was not her actually directly interfacing with anything or changing but i could be wrong in the future and uh i think that she wanted the veil off yes because she realized what grandmother's end game was more so than i mean i know they really were playing it up like my father's telling this joke they're laughing but she was how i was reading that scene is she was starting to comprehend because the veil has no emotional attachment so she wouldn't even been feeling any like only thing you would see is it right lighting up red but she seemed way more focused on putting together like oh shit and the joke actually matched up to what grandmother's reveal was actually was an insight it's like he's telling a joke about someone who doesn't like something and then okay i keep doing it and it gets a little better and a little better and a little better and it's a, and it's juxtaposed to this conversation of campy and the tempest being like yeah let's just get in the water and maybe things will get better and a little better and a little better and a little better so i i i like the way they were playing off that with her fully being like oh what the fuck <laughs> this is what you had in mind no 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 ma'am uh, number seven killed Varel with the necro scream so i think that's why that's that's yeah he just said he killed her <laughs> number seven killed Varel. i loved her why is that with these loud ass fucking people nobody gotta fucking work on a weekend god damn it i just i don't understand why people are just so loud maybe it's because i just have a microphone in front of me and i just happen to hear people slamming doors like just like before people just outside right by somebody's windows you know there's windows right here right why don't you go off somewhere this ain't a fucking house it's an apartment <laughs> complex <laughs> you want to live that type of life go get a damn house rant over father is worried about mother uh i think that he sent tempest to get her and he's like what a minute she didn't tell me she was going she would tell me she was going he just had a conversation with her i think it's meant to show that some time has passed because it's snowing but i think it just snowed <laughs> um he doesn't like that she had the veil on 
he doesn't like her nulling her emotions he likes her the best when she is herself so no i don't think father is uh he's gonna just forget mother exists because now he's got grandmother now <laughs> no i think his actions are clearly saying no my devotion is in one corner and this is our family this is our experience and we do this together and while he he likes grandmother right uh, he, he feels an affinity for her because he created her recreated her he definitely doesn't share her philosophy those pods are empty girl <laughs> they even took a really long time showing us so in such scene by having all the lights go out i was like this scene is so damn long for no reason <laughs> like i thought they was gonna show us something else for as long as they showed us that damn scene but i can officially say those pods was fucking empty and considering what it took to bring just one of them back to life i don't think that it'd be rather easy to bring other androids but that could be something she's looking to do in the future uh i'm mad i didn't get a campion seven dragon ride I'm also with you that I felt empathy for number seven. She didn't want to kill her child, but she realized that her child is now a weapon and she didn't have a lot of faith in her, her ability as a mother. I think this is interesting with Lamia and what makes her such a fascinating character android is that she is full of contradictions, but guess what is also? human beings we say one thing one minute next thing next minute next thing a little bit more experience and then you're back on this side we do this all the time so that's uh that's what i like seeing in lamia's character is she's so full of contradictions that you know as much as she is a mother that is her prime directive and she is a protector she isn't as nurturing as say father is which is why she was so butthurt when he wouldn't bond with number seven because she he he is she is the protector and he is what the female role would be they've always done that with him being the better one with the children the better one that and that's kind of what he, uh, hunter said was trying to tell him like you're the bridge buddy you don't get to take a day off like we need you to be the <clears throat> the true emotional bridge between all of us lamia cannot do it by herself she needs father for those interpersonal relationships with the children she can connect with them yes she has the relationship with them but father definitely keeps it keeps it rocking he keeps the boat rocking so it makes so much sense to me that she isn't as close to numbers she wants to have that relationship but like when he was crying before she's like don't cry she almost she she it's also a, a part of her that's shameful right she's like i went out and i had the secret baby <laughs> father's not happy with me about it he's not bonding with me the baby i know that this was done deceiving me as well in a way that's why her and tempest get along so well being rather uh in a different ways tricked into to pregnancy um so I think with all of her emotions that just it's uh it's one of those things that she didn't want to do but she felt she needed to do and she's also very if she took that veil off the grief would be more than that but I think when she realized her other children were in danger I think the grief is gonna be there kind of what father was trying to say 
because you did have this personal relationship with this this thing this being it was from you it was yours but the minute that thing came off she wasn't talking about number seven because she's like i'm sorry for your grief because she thought that's what she'd be feeling she's like nah mama bear came all the way my fucking six don't you fucking dare <laughs> so i love that about lamia's character and yes you're right it's trying to breastfeed he was a baby and i do think that he was unfortunately like his fate like we can't keep a snake around forever it's just too much of a cgi sci-fi budget <laughs> so i didn't expect the snake to stay around forever even the dragons like yeah they, they come out fully <laughs> one or two episodes and then you know in the grand finale so maybe we'll get some more snake babies maybe no lamia shut herself off from being able to uh procreate once again so that's not gonna happen on, on her watch maybe somebody will dig up Varel. <laughs> please don't <laughs> but yeah appreciate your feedback on the finale i definitely need that season three so bad and i'm really mad that i don't have it told right now that i'm getting it so let's all send very angry hate mail to hbo max and last is certainly not least let's hear from queen shy hey christina it's me shy all right i am here to give my feedback for the season two finale of raised by wolves and i have to prepare my mind for giving this feedback because this episode was crazy and i'm not happy and i want another episode <laughs> but of course that's the whole point of finales is to leave you with something to have you returning for the next season so i understand but at the same time i felt like so much was happening that it just felt like it just stopped and it's like no i need to know more i can't and i don't even know when the next season's coming out is it already renewed for a season three because that would piss me off even more that they left us on this cliffhanger did you mention that they have us renewed already i don't even know i can't remember my memory is just i mean i've been there's so much been going on at work that i cannot even remember last week sometimes so forgive me for memory lapses you might have already mentioned that it's renewed i don't know i don't remember on that note let's get into this episode i basically want to just do i don't know how i want to do this probably by character uh so you got lemia and you know her going out and getting the helmet from grandmother and going to number seven and you know to kill kill him kill it kill it um so that was i mean i and at first i was like this is underwhelming how it all came about you know they go up into the atmosphere in the stratosphere or whatever and she you know kills him and then he falls down to the it and it falls down to the ground so i was like okay and so of course i don't know if anybody else found it unrealistic that it, it had a hard time keeping up with campion who's running on the ground like he could have you should have been caught him that's weird but i know for plot reasons we can't have him capture campion so i'm like but still i was like okay that's uh that's weird that you can't keep catch up and you, you don't know where he went and then later on you're like oh yeah he's smart i mean it's smart 
Like, it's smart, but it saw Campion one minute, and then Campion went down the thing, and then all of a sudden, they can't find him. Okay, but we'll go with it. We shall go with it. Um, so, there's that. So, and then I saw that the tree, so I was like, oh, okay, gotcha. But at first, I was like, that's it. <laughs> that's how that's how it dies um so yeah we saw the tree come from the body and um then i'll get to that then we got father and you know he was more of the i don't know what the father was just there i mean he did stuff but it wasn't it didn't stand out to me um i already said number seven campion um I don't know, for some reason, I thought maybe Vril still, something's going to happen where she's not, but yeah, he buried her, so. Um, and then he, that thing said, then she said she's radioactive, and like, uh, shouldn't you not have stuck around for all that? But, okay. Um, so, yeah, Campion loving a machine, and then Mother is like, you, how can you love a machine? I'm like, uh, you're raised him like <laughs> you and father are androids and just like Vril and he loves you so uh, that was interesting that she questioned that like it made sense to me why he would you know confuse or if I don't know if confuse is the right word not be able not differentiate differentiate you know I can't even speak you know what I'm trying to say between androids and humans so um because he was raised by androids um, then you got grandmother. I knew it's like, man, why? why? And by the way, that grandma is fine. I mean, good looking woman. I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I felt a little chemistry between him and father. I know father is dedicated to mother, but when she first took off that helmet, I was like, mm hmm. But anyway. <laughs> Yes, but I knew, I was like, come on now, this is too easy, this is too, you know, this is going too well, something's going to happen, of course it is, you know, we can't, and the mom, mom, mother, gets the helmet on and doesn't want to take it off because she's able to repress her emotions after killing her child, so it makes sense, I mean, you know, psychologically, I get that whole concept, what, what they were going with that, why she was doing it, you know, people use different approaches to numb their emotions, their feelings, um, when stuff happens to them, when trauma happens to them. Um, and it's traumatic. She, I mean, she loved number seven, you know, regardless of what it looked like, what it looked like. I don't know why he keeps saying he, what it looked like and all that stuff. It came from her. Um, so yes, her wanting, but I knew that I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew that was not good. And I think Tempest was a champion. One of them questioned that. Why was she still wearing that helmet? And, oh, no, Marcus. I think Marcus was the one. But anyway, so there's that. Tempest and the baby. I already gave my feedback for that. I didn't have a chance to listen to the last podcast, so I don't know what your response to that was. Um, but yeah, it was like, I mean, and, and again, I mean, it's, it's, you're full of emotions. You had a baby, you, you, you know, go from one extreme to the next and she's young, but you know, she went from not wanting anything to do with the baby. We heard, we saw that the baby was mutating because she was getting the milk from that thing. And then, um, so they had to have surgery to get rid of whatever it was. 
And um, and we saw later on that the grandmother was saying how they I don't know if that was a simulation or it or I, I'm not I wasn't no I wasn't understanding that part. It's like, was it really happening? Like, why would Campion say, let's go and I can go into the ocean now? Like, why would that be your first thought after you have some calluses on your hand? Like what? So I, I wasn't quite sure if these thoughts were being implanted into mother um, because she was wearing that helmet, like it was messing with her mind. I think that's what it was, that it was messing with her mind um, and having her think and hallucinate things that weren't happening or whatever the case may be. Because as she as her emotions heightened, that thing took over and it covered her. And so, yeah, I'm like, was that? Yeah. I, and of course, she doesn't know what the hell and everybody can say. You don't know what the helmet's going to do. You don't know what the helmet's going to do. And sure enough, and it's funny how the helmet for mother and the helmet for Marcus turned him into things. Um, so found that ironic. But yeah, Tempest went from not wanting anything to do with the baby to at the end, she was holding the baby um, and all that stuff. And I do feel like they're trying to lay the groundwork for her and Hunter to have something. Um, yes, the Vita and Holly thing, I was like frustrated with that because I'm like, even if you don't want to show her the video which is understandable, at least have a talk with her and explain what's going on. Don't just not show her the video and that and oh yeah, Holly will take care of it. Holly's a kid too. This should come from you, father. And this is one of those things that, you know, father, he's, I know he has a lot on his plate and so, and so it's, it, it whatever. I, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say with that, but he has a lot on his plate. But at the same time, someone should have still sat Vita down and explained things. You don't always have to show the child whatever, but talk to the child. Let the child know, hey, there's some crazy stuff happening. Don't pick up strange objects. It turns people, you know, whatever. You know, however you want to explain it age appropriately to the child, not just keep her in the dark. And I was like, oh, my Lord, when she found that thing, I was like, okay, this is, then thank God grandmother took it. Um, but yeah, there's that. Then we have Marcus. Oh my God. He's going to be here throughout the series. I've, I've resigned my, he's a, I mean, he's a main cast. So for some form or fashion, he's going to be part of the show. So I, I've resigned myself to the fact that Marcus is not going to get killed. Um, I mean, I, he was, he was okay in this episode. I felt like we were getting somewhere with him. I mean, he had realized, you know, he was kind of becoming not annoying um, with the things he was doing. But now he's back to whatever with Lucius, what Lucius did to him. Um, thanks to the thanks to the entity talking to him, getting him to get Marcus out there. Because, I mean, they were laying the groundwork for that, too, saying how Marcus is susceptible. What grandmother was saying that. So I was like, yeah, this is obviously going to mean something. Um, and sure enough, he's looking like he's strapped to a tree like Jesus Christ. And next, you know, he's floated in the damn air. So that's all I got. I'm out, I'm out of time. My 10 minutes are up. But those are the main things I wanted to say. Of course, I want to say more, but don't have time. So on that note, until next time, much love, peace and black girl magic. Queen of the couch. Shy. That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. <laughs> She's like, I got 10 minutes. I got to get all these thoughts. <laughs> that's definitely how the feedback read. Oh, that's funny. It's funny because I know you really, really was like, damn, do I want to record a second 10 minutes? But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. 
Ah, uh, so thoughts on your feedback yes season three better happen soon uh what else mm, sometimes i write like very shorthand responses to what you say and then i have to remember what it was it didn't it was trying to communicate oh campion yeah that was the whole thing with campion i'm not convinced at all that campion was trying that the number seven was trying to kill campion i think number seven was trying to talk to campion but see he's a human and you're a serpent snake so i think he was trying his best because as you point out he clearly could have overtook campion like 25 times um i'm not so out of like the whole letting him have a moment with Viril. that's tv <laughs> i could allow my brain to stretch that for temporarily 10 minutes he lost uh campion sent on this huge ass fucking island that he might actually want to go other places and discover it's it's supposed to be according to grandmother destroying the planet it's not doing that it's it's chasing his brother around then when he finally gets a chance to be like real close to him he swoops by him then he goes to the water and he starts necro screaming into the water he was trying to say bitch don't go in here this is the problem like you gotta investigate this shit right here i'm thinking he ate the tree because he wanted to digest it because it didn't fully digest you saw it came out as like a stalk he probably tried to eat the tree and the rest of the fruit like no i think this entire time he was beating himself in the cave i think the entire time he was trying to actually protect his family but because we don't speak snake um and it's a giant killing machine is what it looks like and it knocked his mama down like oh you gonna slap me nah bitch i'm 15 now <laughs> okay can't do that to me no more <laughs> um i do i don't think that he was being i think it's very misunderstood because and i think that's why there there was the line uh it must have been an intelligent creature because then you start going back like okay if it's an intelligent creature extremely intelligent creature then yeah what was it doing back there it's meant to get your mind going back to his actions what he's been doing all season how he's been reacting only freaked out when the box was being opened that's when he went from docile to no he's been trying to tell them this is bad don't do this and he tried to protect them the entire time but he can't talk to them so there's my my uh my uh, response to it being unrealistic because <laughs> otherwise yes it would be. campion is immune to radioactivity so it doesn't matter if he gets exposed to radioactive matter <laughs> bitch good uh she was disconnected from her emotions kind of like for real saying you saved a human oh yes when he yeah because uh, in as we're looking at the show we're going yeah of course mother well how can you not put that together but it's it's like the android brain versus the human brain that's developing the human emotions they are always in conflict with each other just like real being you save you you save me over a living being like that's not supposed to be a thing that androids are ever going to get used to so even though she raised campion to be her own that he's her son that he loves her or that she loves him part of her feels that he's never going to love her in that same particular capacity so even though it hurts her that he's all i don't want to talk to you right now because you killed my girlfriend 
or because your son killed my girlfriend but mainly because you lied to me and i'm just in my feelings because i'm 12 uh you know that is why he's able to show those emotions to androids because he saw that emotion from his mother his entire life that was an android i also love how y'all read things versus how i'm like huh <laughs> he definitely gasped like oh like who wouldn't gasp when i'm looking at those bright blue fucking eyeballs like oh that's not what i was expecting uh and then he gave a huh and that was about it then he says okay are you uncomfortable he does care about grandmother of course he does but not in i don't see it in the same respect as you guys i can make jokes about it because it is funny because she was definitely looking at him like that but i don't see that father to me the show is telling me and has told me time and time again father is not gonna flip he's not gonna flip in a heartbeat that's not this type of story it is a story about family and about the strength it takes to stay together even when you're falling apart and because of that and because they really hit home this season how father really is the bridge between everyone because of his empathy um yeah he he is he is very strong and that is what's needed despite mother also being needed for the protection part which he fails at miserably all the time <laughs> as lamia says y'all both are both you're entirely too trusting and naive that's just what you are who you are how you was raised i love it about you but it is what it is and so to me that that speaks of not that uh you know he's he's you know his devotion is somehow could be corrupted no his devotion is his devotion um and they're already at the on at the onslaught not of the same ideology <laughs> so maybe father's gonna need to teach his child grandmother even though she is older and she's gonna have to teach them i think it is gonna be more like a family dynamic that is a little bit more homicidal and violent <laughs> than we see in other families and just overall batshit crazy uh yeah because paul's dad's now the antichrist <laughs> he's now damien <laughs> um i thought it was interesting with marcus too he calls the androids robots but the minute lamia starts acting like an actual robot he's like bitch when you taking that veil off <laughs> and he already loves father so i think that if there was a more time given uh depending on what they're gonna do with marcus next season or if they mean you know maybe we'll get him back in some capacity <laughs> and the web fingers that's what was happening to the baby's fingers uh i think you were on this you were there but you were the other way around you say lamia what was that going on i think once again that was just a visual choice by the director <laughs> that clearly has uh some confusing consequences but what is happening is i believe the children via this game and the other colonists are being implanted with the idea of let's go in the water let's go in the water let's just go in the water we're connected to the planet i don't know what the fuck we're connected to but 
she is brainwashing them into the idea which explains why campion's looking at the water going you know actually might be cool to take a dip and tip is not looking at him like boy that's acid (laughs) she's like well maybe (laughs) so yeah um only person implanting memories is is lamia that was just a, a very quick uh it all makes sense now scene and it also does make sense because as i stated earlier she is able to see the world as grandmother would see it in that moment with no emotional attachment father is not the protector that is lamia which is why lamia said she's <laughs> she's uh he's vulnerable we are seeing where lamia is the strength and where father is the strength and we got one episode of chill marcus but lamia is right apparent or lamia <laughs> lamia is right a parent would stay with their child after the loss of their other parent not focus on revenge and i think that's a good place to leave it uh don't ask me what's being replaced on the schedule because you're gonna find out when i do if you want to send feedback <laughs> blackercouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic